Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. All week, Senate Democrats have been rushing to pass their climate, health, and tax bill before their scheduled month-long August recess. As part of that deal, Senator Joe Manchin secured a commitment from President Joe Biden, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to pursue something he's been demanding for a long time, permitting reform. In a second bill sometime later this year, Manchin wants to speed up the approval of infrastructure projects that industry, labor, and some environmental groups say take too long to build in the United States. So today, I chat with Politico's Kelsey Tamburino about Manchin's permitting reform goals and how Democrats and Republicans are reacting. It's Thursday, August 4th. So Kelsey, what do we know what's in the outline that Manchin has put out and why is permitting such a priority for Manchin? Permitting has been something that Manchin has talked about for a while. It's been a concern, I think, for him in terms of advancing all of the above energy and advancing projects like the Mountain Valley Pipeline, which is one of the things on this outline that his office released. It's basically a bunch of provisions that deal with energy permitting, and they span completing the Mountain Valley Pipeline, which I think is one of the more controversial ones on this. That pipeline has opposition from environmental groups. But there's other provisions on this that you could see Republicans supporting and Democrats supporting, including designating priority projects of, quote, strategic national importance, and those span different sources. So it's not just fossil fuels, it's nuclear, hydrogen, renewables, carbon capture. So it kind of runs the gamut there. There's also setting a maximum timeline for permitting reviews, including two years under NEPA, as well as one year for lower impact projects. And he's targeting improving Section 401 of the Clean Water Act, which has been a stumbling block for development of pipelines and other projects. So it's really an array of things that he's tackling in this outline. But I think the big thing to note is that it would aim to basically streamline the permitting process across the board and take steps to really clear the cash and make sure these things are done in an accelerated fashion. Yeah, definitely. And the sequencing and procedural elements of this are important. So why aren't these permitting provisions just part of the reconciliation climate bill? And when might we see a vote on the permitting? Yeah, so these provisions are outside of reconciliation. They don't impact the budget in the way that would allow them to be under the reconciliation process. So Democrats are moving forward on this, as you noted, on a separate track. Democrats hope to pass this as a continuing resolution, so a stopgap funding bill that's a must-pass piece of legislation to keep the government open and is something that Congress always aims to pass through the end of the year. Right. So that's a couple of months away. And as you mentioned, I mean, these permitting reforms are more policy and they don't really affect the budget as far as revenues outweighs. So that's why we're not seeing these as part of the special reconciliation process, right? Yeah. And we should note that. So that would require this permitting bill to get 60 votes, meaning 10 Republicans would have to support it, assuming all Democrats go for it. And we know that Republicans are generally supportive of permitting reform. But the politics here are a bit tricky. Josh, you, I know, have spoken to Republican senators about this deal. How are they reacting? 
Yeah, as you said, permitting has generally been one of these areas that Republicans point to and say, here's how we make a difference on getting more energy out into the marketplace, all types of energy, including fossil fuels and including renewables. Uh, and a lot of this stuff in Manchin's outline are very much friendly to their priorities. But generally, it's skepticism. That's the vibe that I'm getting from Republicans. And the skepticism is that they just don't believe that by the time you get around to a vote on permitting a few months from now, that that will hold water, that Democrats will still have any incentive to vote for it after reconciliation is presumably passed and signed into law. Senator Kevin Kramer, who says, look, these principles in the summary that Manchin put out are very sound. I would love to work with him, but the trust just isn't isn't there. And obviously, Republicans feel a little bit spurned that Manchin did go ahead and surprisingly commit to doing climate and reconciliation right now. So maybe some of that is just raw emotion, and then as time passes, they can work something out. But right now, there is a level of skepticism from Republicans around the timing and that any agreement, if there was one, would hold. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think the reverse with Democrats here is you're kind of seeing an acknowledgement that Speeding up the permitting process is not just an issue that is felt by the fossil fuels industry. A lot of Democrats and and clean energy climate groups that are looking at this acknowledge that this could benefit clean energy. It could benefit other projects that also go through a cumbersome permitting process. I've heard folks bring up offshore wind. That's something that has a long process and is something that they obviously want to expand to hit their climate targets. Another crucial issue is just building out transmission lines that you need to connect these clean energy sources to the grid. And so there's an acknowledgement, I think, that this could also benefit clean energy. It could benefit nuclear. It could benefit a lot of these technologies that Democrats are supportive of and that they say that in order to reach Biden's targets, you're going to need to add more of this to the grid. You're going to need to expand this permitting in a faster timeline. You know, these things can't take 10 years if we're going to reach these goals. But I do think there's a little bit of skepticism we're seeing. I think folks want to see the details of whatever this legislation is actually going to look like before they can commit one way or the other. But I do think there's just an acknowledgement that if we have to pass Mountain Valley, something they might not be supportive of in order to have a net positive of passing one, the reconciliation package that includes all these climate provisions, but also potentially speeding up the permitting process. I think that's a pill most folks might be tough to swallow, but they can and potentially will go forward on that, given the net positive that they see all this entire package bringing forward. Also, on Wednesday, OPEC and its allied oil producing countries said that they will only make a minimal boost to oil production in September, which is short of a more robust increase that Biden administration officials had indicated could be coming. OPEC plans to increase production by only 100,000 barrels a day next month, and market analysts say that's the lowest boost the cartel has ever declared and would likely do little to lower prices in the global oil market. For context, last month, President Joe Biden had declared after his visit to Saudi Arabia that the country shared his urgency about increasing oil supply and said, quote, I expect we'll see further steps in the coming weeks. U.S. oil prices have fallen after peaking at more than $120 a barrel in early June. 
For more news on energy and environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.